Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is brought to you by my books, How to Extra X, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships, as well as Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story Kinda. Both books can be picked up at Amazon, Barnes & Noble website, books on Google Play, Apple Books, and Audible. All right, let's get into today's topic. I want to touch on a few things um, that I experienced over the weekend, but the main topic will be, I am tired, I am done, I am over surviving. I would like to thrive, okay? So we're going to jump into that. But before we do, I want to talk about Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, yes. Black Panther made all black people everywhere so, so proud. Oh my God. No spoilers. I just want to let you know, if you have not seen the movie, race to see the movie expeditiously. It is incredible. I give it a 10 out of 10 from beginning to end. It is long, but you don't even feel the length because it is incredible. I went to see it on Thursday night at 10 p.m. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? 10 p.m., three hour long, three hours long with previews. So I did not get out of the movie, okay, until like one. But I was so energized afterwards because the movie's so incredible. Like, the movie is, it's so good. But just the characters, of course, they paid homage to Chadwick, um, the storyline is brilliant. The jokes are amazing. Just, just, uh, I'm going to see it at least two more times. I love to see the people dressed up. There were people in full costume. There were people in, you know, their Sunday's, their Sunday's best. There were people in African attire. So it was just incredible. Like, I'm so happy we get to see this. And the movie was freaking sold out. Like when I pulled up, I thought it was a club parking lot. Like, dang. And it was a Thursday and each time was sold out. We literally bought our tickets three weeks in advance because they were, and they were already selling out. Like the earlier times were sold out. That's why we went at 10, but yeah. So go see it, go see it. It is just incredible. Another thing I wanted to talk about (laughs) um, before I jump into the topic was I was, on TikTok and I saw this guy and he was saying how he saw his homegirl's boyfriend out with another with another um girl and he was wondering should I tell my friend should I not and this was his close platonic homegirl so he ended up telling her and of course she told her boyfriend her boyfriend denied it she took her boyfriend's side and they didn't talk for like three years So he was saying that he was never going to tell anyone again. He was just going to mind his business. And he said he's seen many times like women, women's boyfriends out with other women. And he's like, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing, homie. Um, So I just wanted to speak on that 
topic specifically only because I don't, I'm the type of person where I don't think that one experience should dictate how you treat all experiences. So if you told one person who wasn't strong enough, obviously to accept the truth, see the truth, see her man for who he, he actually is a cheater, um, or someone who's cheating or deceiving her. And you're just going to automatically just believe this guy over the person who you've known the longest, who doesn't benefit from lying to you. I don't think that that should say I'm never going to tell anyone because some people actually want to know I'm some people, please tell me, please let me know. <laughs> like, let me know what's going on. Cause I've had that happen and I've had it happen a few times and most nine times out of 10, I'm telling the person. The only way I'm not telling the person is if we are not friends like that. Like we're more so associates. I've had situations happen where that person's guy has flirted with me, tried to talk to me. And I've been like, my homie, my, my guy, I'm not going to help you cheat. <laughs> we're not doing that. Definitely not helping you cheat. So I'll cut it off and... I've had a moment where it it happened to an associate and what he said, what he said to me, I literally just ignored him and walked off. I didn't say anything. I didn't help him, but I also didn't tell her because I just, it was just too tricky of a situation and her and I weren't that close. And then I've had it happen where a close friend of mine, the guy that she was dealing with flirted with me and I went and I told her and you know the one thing you don't want to happen when those situations come about is you don't want that person to tell their person where you got the information but they're gonna tell <laughs> like I've been in a situation where someone told, came and told me and I definitely told that person well such and such said that this <laughs> so just go in expecting that person to tell where they got the information from the, the only downside to it is, for me, I don't want to be a part of the drama factor in it. Like, don't bring me into it because if I'm your friend, like, just trust my word. Keep it moving. Like, don't bring me in the middle of y'all BS. Um, meaning, like, I just told you this information because I'm looking out for you. I would hope you do the same for me. But, like, don't call me on no three-way like, hey, you said this and blah. Like, no, just take it for what it is. Either receive the message or you don't. But <laughs> I just don't think you should not tell anyone just because someone else didn't take it well, is what I'm saying. And if that person stopped talking to you, unfortunately, you see who they are. Like, or you just see that they lack maturity. And if they try to come back into your life, I'm a forgiving person. I'll let you back in, but you'll never have the access level that you once had before. Like, if you had 100% access, now when you come back, you have 40% access. And that's okay. You're now an associate. You've been demoted. You really demoted yourself. So I just want to say that, like, because some people are trustworthy with that information. Like, they're going to take your side. Because the one friend that I told, the close friend, she took my side. She called Buddy out. And I think she ended up stopped talking to him or they were talking, but it wasn't how it was before. And at the time, like, I was working as a bottle waitress. So he would come into the club all the time. So... He ended up coming back into the club and it was awkward because he knew that I told or whatever, but he apologized to me. He was like, Hey, listen, I know that I was kind of flirting with you or whatever, but maybe, you know, I just wanted to apologize for putting you in a sticky situation, or whatever. So he apologized. And yeah, so it was like not a bad situation, but I've also had the situations where 
<laughs> where I've told the chick, this is back, 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 back in the day. Like when I was younger, like in my twenties, early twenties, maybe like 20 at the time, I remember I was dating this guy and his friend tried to talk to me and his friend had a girlfriend and I ended up telling the guy I was talking to, like, you know, your homie tried to talk to me or whatever. And he went and told his friend that I told him this. Why? I don't know. It's like, I'm just letting you know, like, your homie, just so you don't think it's I'm hiding anything from you. He went and told his homie. His homie tried to come at me. His homie's girl tried to come. It was just a lot. I'm like, yo, I'm... And then the guy I was talking to ended up, like, not talking to me, talking about, oh, you keep up drama. Sir, you keep up drama. <laughs> you started this. I told you, thinking, like... Oh, I'm telling you this because you and I are talking, so I don't want nothing to come up between you and him. I had no clue he had a girlfriend. I just wasn't interested in him. And he goes, you go tell him. He goes, tell his, dude, <laughs> like, you saw the drama, but want to want want to to blame me. You lack accountability. Thank you for removing yourself from my life, sir. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, that's just my take on it. Just. One, it depends on who you tell. Is it an associate? Is it someone close enough? Do you trust this person um, to accept your truth and not it not backfire? So you have to evaluate that to understand that they are going to tell that person it came from you. They are. It's inevitable. They are. But be okay with that. And if they try to come back around with the drama, just be like, hey, leave me out of it. I was just letting this person know because I would want to know. So, yeah. Anywho. To the Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, to the main topic of today. I am tired of just surviving. I would like to thrive. So, I've been in survival mode pretty much my whole life. I grew up single mom household. Um, my mom had two kids, and my mom had my brother at 17. She had me at 20. So, you could just imagine the struggle there because my mom barely finished high school. She didn't go to college because she had my brother at 17. She was the youngest of 12 kids. So she didn't have much support because she grew up poor. So it was like hustle gang. Now, I got my hustle from my mom. I've been working since I was 15 years old. I don't remember the last time I didn't work or have a job. So I've been in survival mode pretty much my whole life. And this comes from working. This comes even in relationships. So when it comes to relationships... Because I've been disappointed, because I've been what I feel like abandoned um, several times in relationships, I'm constantly in survival mode when it comes to that. So I have my defenses up when I first meet someone or start dating someone because I'm thinking like they could possibly abandon me at any moment. They could possibly leave, whatever, whatever. Even when you heal from certain things like this, because I've overcome my abandonment issues, I've overcome my anxious attachment, like all of that you still can be triggered because it's called PTSD. My best friend pointed that out to me yesterday, but I'll get into that later. So I feel like I've been stuck in survival mode and that's probably why I've been feeling stuck in my life, in my circumstances, because I've been so used to just surviving and not thriving. The difference is, and, and I, I get the term thrive from Pastor Darius Daniels of Change Church. If you've never listened to a sermon of his, 
be prepared because he constantly snatches edges. He constantly puts a mirror up to your face. He constantly shows you who you are, what you're thinking, subconscious thoughts that you've never even said out loud to yourself or to another person. He will bring them to the forefront. So just be ready when you click play, okay? I just want to warn you because he's going to change your life. But he's going to make you face yourself, take accountability, and sow some seeds that may not manifest until a year from now. <laughs> but just know, if you press play on Pastor Darius Daniels, one thing you're going to get is the truth. The truth of the word of God and the truth of, of the word of yourself, okay? So anyway, um, it started because, you know, this is my year of getting unstuck. Um, shameless plug, I have a new journal coming out called Getting Unstuck When Life Sucks. It should be out hopefully by next week. Um, but in this journal, I just help people get out of the feeling of being like not moving in their life, feeling like their life sucks, feeling like somewhere along the way they got planted in a place and they haven't grown yet in their circumstances. Right. And so I started <laughs> this journey up to get unstuck really started last year but it's really not it hadn't manifested until this year and um it started when you begin to get unstuck first you have to get unstuck mentally and emotionally before you can move circumstantially and um one thing that i started to do was like pray god you know i want increase god i want you know you to bless my business i want you to bless my bank account because when you're in survival mode, all you're thinking about is the money part, right? But when you really get down to the nitty gritty, when you have a strong relationship with God and you start reading scripture and you start to read how he brings people out of seasons, you realize that after a while, especially when you're trying to go and level up and to thrive, because that's, I forgot to even define the difference between surviving and thrive. Surviving is when you're basically just breaking even. You're just living life day to day, getting up, waking up, and you're paying bills. You're not really having fun. You're not going to the next level in life. You're not living at your highest point of potential. You're literally just surviving. Thriving is when you're at your level up. You're living in your calling. You're living in your purpose. You got everything like moving and grooving you're happy you're at your highest peak of potential you yourself and god like <laughs> you god the trinity everything is just working out for you you know what i mean so god wants us to not only survive but he wants us to thrive and i'm gonna bring that back around because i got some scripture this is a very transparent we got scripture going on um this is a very transparent podcast with my life but anyway um Lost my train of thought because I have a bad memory, but we're going to get back to it. But anyway, <laughs> so um, before you start to move and get unstuck in your actual life, you have to get first unstuck. Oh, that's what I was saying, like how God moves you out of a season. So if you know the story of the Bible about Exodus, you know that when Exodus, when the Israelites were escaped Egypt, well, when Moses brought them out of Egypt, they did not go the shortest route. God took them around to the longest route because if they were to went through the shortcut, then they would have faced war and they would have turned back, right? So he took them through the wilderness. Now, when they came out of Egypt, of course, we saw Moses split the Red Sea. 
they went into the wilderness, right? So many people will wonder like, God, why would you take me into the wilderness? If you told me, you promised me the land of milk and honey, Jesus, this ain't the land of milk and honey. <laughs> this is the wilderness. Why am I here? Why do I feel stuck here? Now, several things happen in the wilderness. First of all, their, their journey was only supposed to be two weeks, but the reason it was so long was because of their heart posture. One thing about God is he don't care what you do. He cares about what you, who you are. He's about developing your character. He could care less how much money you make, how much status you have, because he's the one that does the exalting. He wants to know that when I exalt you, will your heart still be mine? Will it still be mine? This morning I was reading about Solomon and how we all know Solomon was the wisest man on earth. He had so many riches and all of this. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. God put him in that place because of David's heart, because he was David's son. But in the end of his reign, he, his heart was turned away from God because he was marrying women that God told him not to marry. He became disobedient. He started to worship other gods. God don't play that. He's a jealous God. So God took him from, removed the reign from the line of David. So that's why they had so much struggle throughout history um, in the Old Testament because Solomon got out of alignment. The Israelites kept on disobeying. But anyway, um the reason God puts us in the wilderness is because he wants to develop our heart posture. And if you notice, God had already brought the Israelites out of Egypt. They saw him perform all of these miracles where all these plagues were falling on Egypt, but they were not falling on the Israelites. So that was, the, they see these miracles happen. You know how all, we always be like, oh my God, I wish God would come down here, sit next to me and tell me what's going on. That's what was happening to Israel. Like the Israelites saw this stuff physically and they even saw Moses put out a staff and split the Red Sea. They were seeing real life miracles happen in their faces, but still had heavy unbelief. These people could see God lead them through the wilderness with fire in front of them and a cloud physically seeing the Red Sea split. They're seeing this stuff with their own eyes, but still questioning God every time something went wrong. Don't that sound like our lives? Like when we get in a season where God isn't answering the prayers that we feel like he should be answering, how he should be answering them. We start questioning everything. All the miracles that we saw before, we start questioning it. Like, oh my God, God, is he that good? Is he really that good? Is he really a creator? Is he really all sufficient? Is he really all knowing? Is he really there for me? Is he Has he not forsaken me? He has. Like, <laughs> we start complaining, right? So when God is trying to bring you 
into your la- out of one season into your land of milk and honey, there will always be an in-between point where you feel stuck. Now the stuck feeling can last as long as you want it to. It's about your heart posture. So is your heart posture going to be cup half empty or is it going to be half full? Now half empty would look a lot like the Israelites. Okay. <laughs> because they stayed in that wilderness for 40 years when that trip only took two weeks, but their heart was musty, dusty, and disgusting. They kept disobeying God. They kept not listening to him. They kept not having faith. Every time Moses went up to the mountain, first time he went up the mountain, he was only there for 30 days, 30 nights. These fools is worshiping another God. Like <laughs> it was just, it was ridiculous. God couldn't take them into their next season until all those Israelites died with that negative mentality and then new people were born. That's why Joshua had to lead these new age people into the land of milk and honey because they weren't tainted by all those negative thoughts, all of those disappointments. They praised God. They had a heart for God. They also had faith and they believed in themselves. Okay. I know I said a lot. Um, I've read Exodus a few times. I've studied, um, Exodus a few times. I've also read Joshua only once, but it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way that you see how God brings you out of a season. And so God brings you out of a season first through your mind and your mental and your heart posture. He's more focused on your being and your belief. And it's not only your belief in God, but also your belief in yourself. Okay. And in order to thrive, you got to not only believe that God can, but also believe that you can too. You got to see yourself how God sees you. That's the only way to thrive. Because the thing about the old Israelites before Joshua took a hold of them, they was real insecure in their being. When they went to spy out the land and they came back, you already know what they said. If you're familiar with the scripture, they said, you, we went over there. The land is beautiful. It's gorgeous, but it's giants over there. And we look like grasshoppers in their eyes. I don't know how they know what they look like in them other folks eyes being that they didn't ask them, but that's how they saw themselves. So you gotta, if you see yourself as a grasshopper, you're never going to thrive because you have a survival mindset. That's a grasshopper mindset. But when Joshua took over, Joshua was about that action. Okay. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, we can take it. Cause him and Caleb, they went to spy out the land too. And they came back and was like, we can do it. But the majority was like, we can't. So God had to kill off them. We can't and get some, we can's in Joshua's and Caleb's. So in order for you to stop surviving and thriving, you got to kill off that. We can't spirit and get into a, we can spirit. Amen. Yes, you do. Because you can't thrive thinking that you're on this one level forever. Like, no, you have to level up in your thinking. You have to expect more. You can't just keep praying these regular, regular prayers of survival. The thing about it is when they were in the wilderness, before they started to exit out into the land of milk and honey, God gave them manna. Manna rained from heaven, right? So the Lord was providing. And then they complained about how he provided. He still provided. They complained that we only got bread. Then he started raining down quail. So now they got meat and they got their bread and they still complaining about it. God, they didn't even have to pray for that. God already knew 
in Matthew 6, he talks about like, I already know <laughs> what you need. What is you praying for that? So that was my biggest issue. I have been praying for survival prayers. I've been praying, God, can you bless me with this part-time job so that I can, you know, pay, pay these bills off. God, can you, can you just send me a little bit of money in my bank account so I can um, cover this bill over here? That's a survival prayer. God don't want me to just survive. He wants me to thrive. Uh, he don't need me to pray to survive because he already know what I need. He need me to pray for bigger. He need me to believe bigger. He need me to expect more. So he needs me to pray prayers like, okay, God, how can I make my business thrive? Okay. How can I make my love life thrive? Okay. How can I make everything around me, everything I touch be blessed? That's the kind of prayers I need to be praying, not just survival prayers, unless I just want to survive. So I kept feeling like God wasn't answering my prayers, but the thing was, he was, <laughs> he has been answering my prayers because I've been praying for survival, but at the same time, I've been praying to thrive as well. So he's like, I'm not going to answer these survival prayers because you're not even paying attention that I've already been doing what you're asking me to do. I need you to pray for better. I need you to pray better prayers. I need you to pray and expect more. I need you to aim for more, aim for better. God wants you to prosper. So all of it was like <laughs> a moment of confirmation. Cause even the scripture, even the sermons that I've been listening to, listening to going to church. So I'm in a church sermon with pastor Darius Daniels. He just moved to, um, Duluth. Um, he has a church in Duluth. And it's been there for like four weeks, three or four weeks. But I went two Sundays in a row. I went yesterday. Um, I recorded this on Monday. So when I went, he's talking about I'm building something. And just how we need to not work harder, but we need to work with wisdom in order to work better. And to pray higher prayers. We're, we're playing too low. We need to play higher because... God works in exceedingly and abundantly, not just survival. So in order to thrive, you have to work in exceedingly and abundantly and get your mind right. Okay. Okay. So yesterday before I went to church, I had a moment when I was walking my dog and I got emotional and it's so weird because oh, how PTSD works. My best friend pointed it out. So, um, I, I'm so used to relationships failing that when I first initially talk to people or start dating someone, I automatically think when this is going to end, it's going to end soon, how it's going to end, blah, 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 blah. I don't think things can work out for me. So I have to intentionally, strategically pray against that prayer, right? So I was walking my dog and I was thinking about the last time I was in love, which was when I was 21. I am now 33. That's a long time, right? And so I was just thinking like, God, I want my love story again. And I was like, why are you sad? Like, what is going on? So um, I've been dating or whatever, um, seeing some some folks, um, <laughs> seeing a person, just seeing like what's out here, you know, just nothing like has hit seriously yet. But um, I have been consistently um, meeting people and dating folks consistently. And so um, one particular individual that I've been getting close to um, <clears throat> ended up, leaving 
Um, and so my body responded to him leaving because he doesn't live here it's with like sadness and thinking like, oh, we're not going to talk anymore and all this stuff like that. So I had to fight that off. So this morning when I woke up, I have these declaration prayers, right? And so the number one declaration prayer is I prosper in all things. And so when I read it, it hit differently because the spirit spoke to me and was like, you prosper in all things. And I found it finally hit me because usually when I look at that scripture, I'm only thinking of all things is career, but then career finances, that kind of stuff. I never thought of it as in relationships. Like, wait, as you prosper in all things, relationships included. And it hit like that freed me. Cause I'm like, for so long, I've been thinking all you do is fail in relationships. That's not true. That's a lie. You, you accepted that lie and it's been in your heart for so long, but today we're going to get that out of there. No, you prosper in all things, relationships included. And I was just sitting on that thing like, wow, I've been reading this declaration for months now and it never hit me like that. So as you prosper in all things, relationships included, and this is for someone, if you've, if you've been struggling to feel like you prosper in something, all things are included, okay? So yours may not be relationships. Yours could be finances. You prosper in all things, finances included. Could be career. You prosper in all things, career included. It could be your womb. Maybe you feel like you can't have a child right now. You've been struggling. You prosper in all things. Your womb is included. You prosper in all things. Your hope is included. You prosper in all things. Your single life is included. You prosper in all things, okay? All things. So I read that. And then I went to the gym, came back home and I was listening, um, finished listening to Believe Bigger, which is the book, um, that I tell so many people about cause they, oh, it's so incredible. Um, I don't even want to part from it. I've been on that book since August. <laughs> I don't want to get off from it, but she told me, um, in the book, I was listening to this one part and she was like, I want y'all to turn to, hold on, let me get my Bible. She was like, I want y'all to turn to. Um, third John one verse two. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn third John one verse two. Now I usually read my Bible in NIV and I read it and I was like, I don't think that's what she meant. So let me turn it to closer to K KJV King James version in KJV. Let's read it. Y'all guess what it said? Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health and be in health just as your soul prospers. I almost threw my phone. I just read that and it hit me different. And then I read it again because God directed me to it because I was listening to that book. So that's, that's the key y'all survival. That's the key to thriving, e escaping, surviving, and going into thriving. You must first believe it. You must first believe that you can. You must first believe that God wants that for you. Because let me tell you something. When you are in survival mode, all you think about is getting to the, to the next day. You're not thinking about your future. You're not thinking about how great and big things can be. All you're thinking about is what's tomorrow? How do I survive today? How do I get to tomorrow, right? No, 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 no. God don't want you to just think about that. He wants you to think about the the big picture because he wants you to prosper in every single thing in your life, all things, everything. And sometimes because you've been knocked down so many times, you feel like God don't want me to prosper because if he wanted me to prosper, then I wouldn't have fallen so many times. I wouldn't be going through this 
what I'm going through, I'd be in a better place. I get it. Trust me. I understand how you feel because I've been there several, several, several times. But that's not the truth. That's the lie the enemy wants you to believe. No, God wants you to prosper in all things. Meditate on that scripture. It says those who meditate on scripture day and night will prosper in all things, will succeed in all that they do. That should be one scripture that you should be meditating on because God wants you to prosper in all things. So first you must understand that that's what God wants for you. Second, you must understand that you can have it. Believe in yourself, believe in yourself. And three, you just have to retrain your brain to think about step one and step two. That's really all it is. You can't make that shift from survival to thriving until you first get it in your mind. You got to get it in your mental when the Bible talks about the heart posture, the heart posture is our emotions and our mental and a little bit of our spiritual. What are we believing about God? What are we believing about ourselves? Because both are important. Both go hand in hand. You can't just believe that God will. You got to believe that you can do what he's telling you to do, what he's giving you permission to do, what he has assigned you to do. You have to say yes in obedience because you can. You can. You just got to believe. You just got to believe. You just have to start believing in yourself, okay? Because a lot of us believe in God, but we don't believe in ourselves. And the only way to get from survival to thriving is not only believing that God can, but believing he will do it for you, but also that you can also do it for yourself. Because the scripture says he wants you to prosper in all things, All things are every single thing in your life, your relationships, your money, your business, your family relationships, every single thing and your health, all of it, your fitness goals, all of the things, but you must first believe it. Okay. So I hope this helps somebody today. Please share this with somebody who is trying to get out of survival, surviving and going to thriving. Please be on the lookout for my journal that's coming out getting unstuck when life sucks because trust me i get it okay all right until next time love y'all bye when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.